Welcome to the check-in. Welcome to the check-in. Hey, y'all. First things first, we got to let y'all know we grown-ass women and mm-hmm. grown-ass women say some grown-ass shit sometimes. So if your earballs are not prepared for profanity, prepare them. And also, we are not mental health professionals. So if you are dealing with a mental health crisis or you need somebody to talk to, text HOME to 741-741 and a trained professional will get back in touch with you. All right, let's get into this content. Let's get into this content. Wonderful. It's top tier. All right. We're back. We're back by popular demand. By popular, the all three of y'all who listen, we are back for you. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Okay. So we are, um, we are in part two of our toxic series. Toxic. Well, think positive series. Uh, so part two, we're going to be talking about toxic communication. Communication. Do you mind if you start this one off? I, I like following after you. Oh. Because you get me hype. Oh. Yeah. You, you, you get <laughs> I'm me a real, hype man. You get me real hype. But, I mean, if you want me to go first, that's fine. Oh, I can go first. That's okay. totally okay. fine. It's such a nice compliment. Thank you. Of course. Good so, communication. Good communication. <laughs> okay, friend. How are you doing? I am doing pretty well. That's good. Uh, Amen. I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> Most toxic communication is a miscommunication, mm. but I'm going to try to, <laughs> I mean, happy 627. <laughs> we got fireworks going off in the neighborhood, so just, <laughs> okay. the Bernie is very excited. Uh, Bernie yeah, never it's, sleeps. It's almost 630 and it's time to party <laughs> on a Sunday. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Uh, most, yeah, I feel like most toxic communication is miscommunication, but there is a difference between you not knowing how to talk to me mm-hmm. and you coming out the side of your face. Oh, explain the difference. So, <laughs> so, so toxic communication for me is generally over text message. <laughs> and that's just because you can't, you can't like sense how people are coming off. Okay. And I've been that person. I'm very like I've been told at work that I'm very curt. Yeah. And that is because previously (laughs) I had a lot of stuff to do. So whatever you need, you need to say what you need and say it quickly because Mm -hmm. I got other things I got to do. So if you want me to prioritize you, you need to come with your who, when, why, when and like just everything. (laughs) Everything needs to be right then and there. Your T's crossed and your I's dotted. All of it. If you ask me, hey, can you look at this? For who? For what? Why? When? (laughs) What do you need? Like, I just, it's not me trying to be rude. It's me trying to get to the bottom of what you need so that I can fulfill your request quickly and efficiently. Because that's your job. Yes. Yeah. So I understand over the little I am, I don't sound nice. (laughs) If you call me and ask me, though... Absolutely. Sure. What can I do for you? Yes. All right. Give me a second. Let me look at this. Blah, blah, blah. Like it just it comes off differently. And I know I'm not a mean person. I have mean tendencies, but I know I'm not a mean person. Nine out of ten. I'm going to try to help you with whatever you're asking me for. Yeah. So that's that's one piece. The other piece is literally how you talk to somebody. So I definitely had a coworker (laughs) who. (laughs) 
he ended up getting relieved from the team. And it was a very great day for me because I did not like him and I had to sit next to him. So (laughs) he said, he told me something. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, well, I need you because you're the person who can do this Mm -hmm. to do X, Y, and Z for me, please. And I will communicate to the customer. Mm -hmm. And he looked me in my face and said, I'm not doing that. You can do whatever you want. And I said, <laughs> okay. So I went and took a snack break mm-hmm. because I was like, let me go ahead and feed myself first. Yeah. And then I went to my PM and was like, <laughs> hey, yo, get your man. <laughs> because if he talked to me like that again, the gun fingers are out. It's going to be a problem. <laughs> I don't like people talking to me crazy. Yeah. And I can deal with somebody going, okay, this isn't something that needs to be done. Like I can deal with feedback yeah. that is constructive, mm-hmm. even if it doesn't feel good. I can deal with that because I okay. want to be better. Okay. Yeah. But if you just be a wild, <laughs> I got his lead. Okay. I got his engineering lead. And then I got the PM and I was like, y'all need to fix this. <laughs> All of it. This is not the tone that needs to be directed at I me. I will not be talked to like this. <laughs> and I believe that's exactly what I said in my message. I will not be talked to like this. Nobody talks to me like this. Yeah. So, again, I'm not very confrontational. But when it comes to that, mm-hmm. because I know that I have my mother's attitude. Yeah. And that it be ready. It be ready. It be at the ready. It's, it's been incubating. I don't use it a lot. Yeah. So all it's doing is it's a bottle of wine that's just getting better. It's just aging. Yeah. So <laughs> I know that I have to I have to nip that in a bud before I pop that cork because it's gonna be a problem for everybody and I'm gonna get fired. She has had her fingers and a gun like symbol I the like whole time. It. That's like the quickest way to make me mad is for you to talk to me crazy because I'm nice, especially at work. Like I just. Because you think you're going to get away with this? No, sir. No, ma'am. Please. I am not the one. I literally feel like I am constantly, like, in the real world, like, not my circle of friends, but, like, the the way people talk to other people, mm-hmm. it's just like... And, and granted, there are some times where I'm just like, okay, maybe I'm being too sensitive. And I've asked, like, my friends, like, hey, what do you think about this message? Like, am I overreacting? Like, am I, am I tripping? Or is, is, this, is this a bitch that I'm dealing with? <laughs> um, but I really feel like people don't know how to talk to other people with respect. Mm-hmm. Even if you are coming even if you're trying to make a stern point you don't have to be disrespectful exactly and i think a lot of people don't know that so in the workplace i'm 100 with you but i am very much like the quiet little mouse that just takes it i'm trying to be that aggressive tiger that's like bitch that i want to say in my last (laughs) position that was one of the biggest lessons that i learned Mm -hmm. because i had Somebody who was in charge of me who would talk to me really crazy. And I realized that he would do that Mm -hmm. because there was only certain people on the team he did that with. And there are people that generally like rolled over or got, you know, frazzled by the way that they were talking. And I'm a people pleaser, Uh like in my little heart. I'm a perfectionist in my little heart. So if I feel like I'm doing something wrong, I'm going to like scatter to try to fix things. Quickly. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm going to automatically think I did something wrong. But mm-hmm. with this person, and it's funny because I was I was going through my um, my mailbox in my email, mm-hmm. cleaning stuff out, deleting things. And I remember emailing my mom because, you know, the, oh, the, <laughs> the workplace that we were in, you know, both of us can only communicate really mm-hmm. through email. Yeah. So I emailed her a situation that happened at work where my boss got upset with me over something that was a joke and i <laughs> i doubled down i doubled down and he pulled me to the side later yeah and was like you know xyz blah 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 and i said yes sir i know and then he just walked away and so after that day he stopped messing with me hmm. because he realized the people on the team that were timid, that were not confrontational, that yeah. would not do anything to him. Mm-hmm. And I realized like, oh, I can still be a good worker. Mm-hmm. I can still be uh, a good person. Yeah. I can still be all the things I want to be. But be confident yeah. in the fact that I am a good worker and a good person in that I'm going to deliver the value to the customer that I'm supposed to deliver. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to talk to me crazy, you going <laughs> you won't get this work. <laughs> like he did, and he did. It was a joke. Everybody else was laughing. Mm-hmm. I kept the joke going. I was like, yeah, but <laughs> really not. Like I, yeah, he, I remember he told me, did he make the joke or did you make the I joke? I did. And he took it too far. It was our government person okay. who said something basically my government person was like yeah blah 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 tiffany and so i usually have my earbuds in Mm -hmm. at work so i took them out and i was like yes you guys need something (laughs) he was like oh no not right now um usually so-and-so is talking bad about you but not this time and it was just a joke yeah i i recognize it as jokes that government person is a big joker yeah he's just funny he's Mm -hmm. an instigator so i was just like oh man so-and-so you would talk about me i thought we was cool he said, oh, why do you always take his side? And I'm like, did Whoa. somebody pee in your cereal this morning? What is wrong with you? <laughs> so I was like, ah, well, he's kind of my boss. And so the government person goes, nah, nah, I'm not a boss. I'm just a guy that does stuff. And so I was like, yeah, but kind of. And okay. anybody who's done government contracting, you know the government is charging what you do. They can yeah. fire you at will. Yeah. You could do anything stupid and they'd be like, I don't like that person anymore. Get rid of them. You don't have it. <laughs> like that government person is your customer. OK. You are supposed to make sure that they are happy. I see what happened here. Yeah. So <laughs> he was just like, he's not your boss. And I'm like, mm, well, he's kind of everybody's laughing. And so he gets beat red, turns a beat red. And oh. starts working. And so I'm talking to my coworkers. I'm having a good time. We mm-hmm. talking hee hee ha ha. And then he pulls me to the side and was like, you know, he's not your boss. And I just said, yep, I know. And then he walked away. Wow. Okay. But you tried to embarrass me off of a joke that the customer started, that the government person started. And you tried to make me feel bad for something that's actually true. <laughs> Wow, they were really having a great time outside. Yeah, these I want to celebrate. I I mean, maybe they're celebrating the end of the month. I don't know. I don't know. The start of a new week. Start of the new. <laughs> you don't have. You don't have to have a lot of things specifically to celebrate here in Glen Burnie. You just 
you pop them fireworks off anytime <laughs> you feel like it. As long as it's dark in the sky, you light them motherfuckers up. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so that you- was my experience with communication. Mm-hmm. And it was more so that I need to communicate to this person that I'm not to be messed with. Mm-hmm. Okay. If it's work... I will be as cordial and whatever as possible. If we're just shooting the shit at work and we're Mm -hmm. having a good time, you're not finna come in here and make me feel like a, make me feel small just to make yourself feel better. Mm -hmm. So, Mm. man. A lot of that happens in the workplace. Yeah. And I learned, nah, it ain't me, baby. (laughs) It ain't me. And I will sit there. And apologize and do what to say, whatever I gotta say to make it seem like I'm a nice person via email. Yeah, and my, that's what always put things in emails, babies. I mean, keep a log of keep everything in writing, mm-hmm. really, especially workplace stuff. Mm-hmm. Just no, but um, yeah. Okay. What about you, friend? What about about you? me? Go ahead, get in there. <clears throat> my hype man. Hey. Okay, so. In the last episode, we talked about how mental disorders or mental illnesses are chemical imbalances. Mm-hmm. This episode, I want to talk about don't let your chemical imbalance get your ass beat because it is. <laughs> go ahead, go on. It is really, really crucial that you know how to talk to people. And I find that. People come at me really sideways, and I don't know, I guess it's just the energy I give off, like I'm too easygoing, kind of doormatish. like, I don't know what it is about me that people just, like, come at me really weird, mm-hmm. um, but it happens every month, at least. There's there's at least one That's true. incident a month. I don't know why month. I looked at you like yeah. that. Like... <laughs> There's at least one incident a month where I I circulate a screenshot and I'm just like, hey yo, hey tribe, let me get your opinion on this because um Basura. I am I'm really hot right now. Like my ears are red and I'm a black person. So when my ears get red as a black person, I'm really <laughs> upset. So I, I just I, I come across people that don't know how to talk to people, but I also know like maybe my expectations of their communication skills should be not as high. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't think that means it's, uh, I'm asking for too much. Right. Um, so for instance, like just recently, I kind of, my boss kind of got in my ass about something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the way she decided to word it via text, I was like, excuse me. excuse me really interesting like i don't feel like i feel like there are so many other avenues you could take to communicate to somebody that you're displeased with something that they did Mm -hmm. without being like spicy but so many people don't have that skill Mm -hmm. and i just i don't know if it's the education system that has let us down if it's just (laughs) if it's just like i don't know maybe being near baltimore like i don't know what it is but people just they really come at you sideways and i'm like there are so many other ways you could have gone about saying hey please don't do this again you literally could have just been like hey you know please be attention don't do this again and that's that's not asking for a lot right but instead, you have to be, like, kind of shady and kind of slick with it. And I'm like, 
You ain't got to do all that. Why? Why is all that happening? And then also, I come into situations where, you know, I am <laughs> dealing with or in conflict with people that that also have some type of mental health issue. So, like, high anxiety, um, you know, depression can be a spectrum. So whatever end of the spectrum of depression you may have, that's mm-hmm. not really where I'm at. Yeah. It could be a lot sometimes. And sometimes people will use that as an excuse to like talk to you crazy. Mm-hmm. And I definitely have had situations where, you know, I mean, people just going off on me and I'm like, pause we can address this in a much calmer fashion. Like there is no need for any of this because like, I love you. Like Mm -hmm. I love you. There's no reason to talk to me like this. I wouldn't talk to you like this. And I don't think that's, that's unfair to have those expectations, especially with people that you love and care about. I think it is okay. And I, and I know there are people that are very different who feel a situation and they feel that discourse and they want to fix it ASAP. Yeah. But if you know that you have uh, very, very intense anger, Mm -hmm. if you know that you are triggered often, if you know that you have issues with your uh, vernacular and how you talk to people, Mm -hmm. it takes two minutes, two minutes for you to just take a deep breath. Yeah. Wait for yourself to calm down before you talk to that person. I know me personally, if I am angry, Mm -hmm. I am going to say the foulest shit to you (laughs) so i close my mouth and i'll wait till i calm down you simmer you exactly time to simmer that's not something that i just naturally do that's something that i make myself do because i know yeah my mouth is intense and if you yeah you do some shit i don't like yeah like you've seen it like it come out quick real quick it's a dagger yeah so i just like and gotta I'm, give me a minute. I'm also like, I'm at the ready. Like, I'm ready to pop up. Like, mine's is a little bit more explosive than yours. Yeah. Mine's is like violent. Like, mine is a poison dart. My- I would just like, and it's gonna hit you. You'd be like, fuck, but damn. mine's is like a nuclear bomb and a bullet. Like, I'm ready to pull triggers. Literally. There's so- those little, little hand grenades. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, God, damn. Everybody take cover. Um, So, yeah, I definitely give myself an opportunity to simmer. And I know, I know and I can accept that I pop off. Like, I definitely lose my cool around my family. And, you know, I get disappointed in myself. I'm just like, you could handle that better Mm -hmm. Um, next time. Do better. Like, I have those moments of self-reflection with myself. But... (laughs) I don't know if that's just an uncommon thing. If that's mm-hmm. just not cool to do to self-reflect <laughs> because people really come at me sideways and I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I think <laughs> our, our culture as well has made it seem like it's okay to talk to people crazy. Yeah. Like for you to pop off on people, for you to tell it like it is, quote unquote, for yeah. you to be real. That's just me. I'm a Gemini. Like our culture has <laughs> made it like okay for you to talk to people yeah. crazy. And I'm like, all right, if you talk to me crazy, best believe that'll be the last time. Like I don't I don't have to be around this yeah. craziness. Like I I can uh, I can appreciate your crazy. I can understand it. I can sympathize. I can empathize with it. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to disrespect, like I I definitely for the for like 6 months of last year, I had to like 
be like, hey, yo, with somebody very, very close to me, mm-hmm. I had to put them in check. I had yeah. to be like, yo, I'm not... I'm not going to tolerate being talked to any type of way just because you feel some type of way. There are so many different paths you could have taken mm-hmm. to communicate your disapproval, your disappointment, mm-hmm. um, your hurt, and you decided not to take that. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to I'm going to create some space between us because right. you need to figure out how you want to talk to me you Mm -hmm. need to figure that out right because i'm telling you right now i'm not going to accept it and that's very difficult for people to accept yeah they get very 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 shell-shocked they're just like what and they get defensive and they generally call you sensitive yes and and there are a lot of things that you know especially coming from and we both have Mm -hmm. you know a military parent both my parents are military um my dad partied in germany (laughs) both of my parents (laughs) communicate very differently Mm -hmm. my mom is kind of like a wait and see and talk to you very calmly and kind of just you know she's she's just a very toned down person when it comes to communication where my dad is just very vocal. He's very straight to the point. Like he doesn't spare feelings. He just says what he has to say. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, there are different situations where people, you know, uh, I think my mom grew up, she was more timid. So Mm -hmm. the way that she communicates with me, she comes to me, you know, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. definitely trying to be mindful of how I take things. And she's, she's, like almost overly considerate. But your mom was an educator. Yes. For so elementary she, school. Like and she took child psychology as well. There so you go. She also knows like <laughs> if you got some terrible things to say, you got something that's not gonna be received well, yeah. you know, you're going to she's gonna package that as best as she can before mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. puts that out. Yeah. Whereas my dad is just like, you know, I have this information, I need to share it, and here it is. Yeah. So, you know trying to gauge with people how they communicate and how you receive it like some of it is yes if you talking to me crazy you need to stop (laughs) but there's also like you know don't get like curtness confused with you know maliciousness oh yeah and don't get timidness confused with i can walk over this person yeah so there's a lot of things that you just have to navigate with different people and seeing yeah. how they best communicate. And I know there was a miscommunication at my job, my new one. Mm-hmm. And I emailed the person that I felt like this had impacted negatively. And I asked her, I said, you know, what's the best way for me to reach you? Mm-hmm. It's not a bad thing for you to ask specifics on how best yeah. to communicate with somebody. Nobody's going to get mad at you for that. And I think that's the easiest way to avoid problems. Mm-hmm. Just being like, how best will you be able to uh, receive this information that I need to give you? And that's <laughs> definitely something in my past relationship that I would start asking when I would say something and he would say, you know, oh, you you didn't have to talk to me like that or, you know, that was mean the way you said that. And mm-hmm. I said, okay, how can I say this next time? Yeah. What is the best way for me to say this next time? Yeah. Because there are certain things that are just not nice. Like you can't, <laughs> you can't be like, oh, what's the nice way for me to break up with you? Like there's not a nice <laughs> way. So there are some things that are just not going to be received well, but yeah. there are other, you know, there are other things where it's just like, okay, how can I best tell you that you've upset me Mm -hmm. without you getting defensive yeah like what is the best way for me to ask you not to do something because it triggers me like 
those are okay things to do. And that is something that I'm learning currently in real life. I'm I'm trying to figure out the best way to communicate with my family, um, you know, my mental health issues and my needs. Because um, I think that in the past, and by past, I mean like last month or something, mm. like I, I've expressed... Uh, my needs and desires and expectations in a way that put them in a corner, like cornered them. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a generational thing. Uh, I think with one parent, it's a cultural thing, like whatever. But I think that the way I'm communicating my hurt and my pain, like it's being received as an attack. Yes. And so I'm trying to actively work on, adjusting the way that I communicate because mm -hmm. I don't want my communication to be toxic. I don't want my communication to be perceived as toxic. Mm -hmm. I want to have a productive conversation, you know, with my parents mm -hmm. and, and there's nothing wrong in having those moments where you have to check yourself. Yes. Where you have to be like, okay, this is clearly going nowhere. How can I frame this a different way so this person doesn't automatically go to the defense? And I think when you have that conversation with somebody, it it really airs out quickly whether yeah. their their priority is in silencing you mm -hmm. or is in getting to a resolution. Exactly. So, you know, you're going to encounter some people that are going to be like, well, you just shouldn't say that at all. Mm. Okay. That's not how conversation <laughs> works. Conversations are two way streets. Exactly. So we both need to figure out what's the best way to talk to each other so mm -hmm. that we can have a, a good relationship. Exactly. And if that person isn't willing to do the work, that's mm -hmm. something that you have to take into consideration. And it's never a good feeling. Yeah. Um, Cause you're essentially finding out there's nothing I can do. Yeah to make this person understand my perspective mm -hmm. without them feeling upset or vice versa. Mm -hmm. um, so th those are just one of those things, one of those situations that you have to maybe control how often you communicate with that person mm -hmm. and um, really give yourself some grace yeah. and go like, Hey, this is, you know, this is not my fault. Mm -hmm. I've done my due diligence to try to, mm -hmm. to build this bridge and make this bridge work and yeah. it's just not working. Yeah. So um, let me ask you friend, mm -hmm. when you find yourself, um, I'll ask for the workforce and for your personal. <laughs> okay. When you find yourself engaging with somebody that is communicating to you in a toxic way, mm -hmm. what what's your go-to? What do you do? My go-to is to... Ooh, because this is something I'm actively working on, I think it, it depends on the person. Like, sometimes I, I do... I have a problem with speaking up. Mm -hmm. um, in the moment when it's happening... Um, sometimes I avoid it. Uh, and I know those aren't necessarily healthy for me because I definitely feel some type of way. I definitely leave conversations feeling like, you know, I've been disrespected and the other person has no idea. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm working on addressing it, uh, as graciously as I can in the moment, but it's a work in progress. Mm -hmm. What about you? Uh, for the workforce, I definitely make a point to attack it. Head <laughs> like on. It's, yes. Head um, on. Head on. directly to the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> that and um, because we're, you know, in a panoramic. A Honda replay. Yeah. yeah we, <laughs> you know, I don't have a lot of opportunities to talk to anybody face to face. So it's very, yeah. and I have a whole new team. So it's very easy for me to get misconstrued as that Kurt. 
lady that's a bitch but (laughs) but for the most part you know i i will take the time to send anybody an email um about any disagreements Mm -hmm. about anything that was weird like i have to think of myself as i pretend that i'm a manager Mm -hmm. and that the people i'm working with are under me Mm -hmm. and so i'm like do i want to have this reputation with this person and so if the answer is no, <laughs> I definitely squash it and I will email that person, tell them I'm sorry, mm-hmm. tell them that I'm working to make sure that this doesn't happen again. And I'll ask them, like, is there anything that I can do? Because mm-hmm. um, work relations are so, so important. Yeah. And making sure that you are a team player and that you're humble, but also confident in your mm-hmm. abilities is a really important thing that I've learned. Yeah. Um, as far as for my personal relationships, it's still me trying to gauge whether that person is capable of (laughs) um, changing their ways if they are you know of course that's an easy conversation to have it's a conversation that I like to have face to face even if it's like a Marco Polo or Snapchat Mm -hmm. um, just so they can see my face and my emotions and where I'm coming from so they don't get offended Mm -hmm. Um, or you know if it's somebody that I'm really close to like if it's my mom or something you know I I would go to her house or ask her like hey let's do something and then I can talk to her face to face Mm -hmm. but um if it's <laughs> if it's somebody that I don't think is capable of, of changing the way that they communicate, I limit myself Mm-mm. to their communication and I have to go forward looking at them at the communication age that they are. Mm-hmm. If they're communication age four, I have to just go, okay, this mm. is somebody that is at age four and I have to treat them like they're age four. Emotional maturity at an age four. Yes. Lord. So <laughs> it's not fun and it feels like babying and it doesn't seem fair. Mm-hmm. But when somebody is really not capable of changing how they talk to people. Yeah. And sometimes I know there, you know, we have a lot of uh, listeners who have distressed relationships with their parents Mm -hmm. like if your parents aren't willing to acknowledge you as an adult at this point and they're still treating you like a child that is something that you you know their their expectation of you is frozen in time yeah and so you have to treat them like they are frozen in time if you want to continue to communicate with them if you don't i mean there are plenty of people that i don't and there are some family members that i don't like i don't talk to them yeah because i'm like you you continue to talk to me like I am not a human being and that I don't have feelings mm-hmm. and that I'm not an adult. Yeah. So I don't talk to you. And um, whatever rumors got to happen in the family, oh, she stuck up, oh, she do this, and now she don't do that. And I'm like, okay, whatever. The people that I like hear from me. Yeah, so I'm at peace. Yeah. So I, you can say whatever you want. And the peace is always more important. The peace <laughs> is priority, y'all. So that's that's how I deal with that. Peace but, is priority. We won't put that on the t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess uh, that's it. I guess we yeah. should get into this little trigger warning. Yeah, trigger warning. Trigger warning. Trigger trigger warning. Trigger warning. Trigger trigger warning. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Trigger trigger warning. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. That was beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are we talking about? 
Uh, so the next episode. <laughs> so it's either gonna be our talk about toxic masculinity or eliminating toxicity. Okay. So it's either gonna be a wrap up of everything or we're gonna get into another form of toxicity that really um impedes our vision Yer. and our way of life because Yer. when we think about it Skirt. the paternal uh Yer. toxic masculinity scheme Ooh. is set to put us back hey. 50 years uh, yeah. and we need to stay ahead we need to stay by a hundred years Yahweh been Yahweh Yahweh been Yahweh <laughs> Yahweh been Yahweh <laughs> We've been watching a lot of cult. We've been watching a so lot of cult movies, if documentaries, you have Hulu, and what I don't even remember what it's called. I don't know. I think it's just called Colts. It's called Jump into These Colts, and there's two seasons. Yep. Every episode, six is episodes. New, it's a new cult. Couple hours. It's really good. They're talking about Marilyn Manson, Children of God, Army of God. There's a lot of God ones, but there's two black people ones. So you black and you want to know about the black people ones because you like, uh, -uh, black people would never. They do. (laughs) They do. (laughs) So go ahead. (laughs) They do, and like it's the wildest people. It really is. Like that was the most brutal. Okay. Um. So So, yeah, yeah, that's shameless. (laughs) Shameless plug for Hulu. Go ahead, entertain yourself. Yep cult movies cult classics and you know we'll figure out what our next episode's gonna be yeah you guys just stay tuned just stay tuned for next next week we're gonna keep the conversation going yeah that's what's important yeah so remember <laughs> yes life is like somebody that knows how to communicate properly with you and treat you with respect and establishes boundaries and sticks to them it feels like how ice cream tastes yeah just good you really can't leave that food metaphor alone no i food is my life i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie i'm probably will name my children after food come here cobbler (laughs) oh cobbler's turning six today guys life is like a cinnamon roll that respects you and communicates positively but not toxically is like you go into the grocery store and then you kind of having like a not so good day but you kind of feel off and then you get home and then your roommate brought you like a cookie and a brownie you're yep. just like oh yeah <laughs> yeah yep. that happened in real life yeah yep life is also like going to the grocery store when you're bored and finding ice cream sandwiches that you and your roommates can enjoy life is also like uh going out and then coming home with a bunch of baked goods yes <laughs> Life is good sometimes, guys. You just got to enjoy that. You just got to enjoy it. And you got to make sure people don't ruin that moment. Yeah. If they do, kick them out. Kick them out. Or kick them in the face. But do it so well that you know they won't press charges. Okay. Yeah. That's very interesting. I would like to see that. Make sure you record it. I did that in elementary school. You kicked somebody so good that they didn't press charges? Yeah. I was scared, though. I kicked them in the nether regions because they wouldn't leave me alone Oh because no. i was in trouble i was sitting on a bench because i was in trouble and i kicked them in the little thing thing because he kept coming up to me he's like oh, you're in trouble and i got irritated and i kicked him in his little thing thing and <laughs> then i got scared because i was like oh i'm gonna get in trouble again and i was like yeah you better not tell nobody and he did it <laughs> so if you gotta kick somebody make sure you do it like that <laughs>
Okay, y'all. Uh, <laughs> okay, um, beautiful galaxies, <laughs> be sure to love yourself. And love others. Don't kick them if you don't have to. Don't kick them. <laughs> and continue to be the beautiful little galaxy. Continue to be the beautiful little galaxy that you are. That you are. There you go. There you go. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>